Welcome to the City of Refuge podcast, where our mission is to equip a diverse community of Christ followers to make him known. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. The Lord is good and his mercies endure forever. I am just really grateful for our children bravely leading us in worship this morning. And I love that reminder of two things. One, that we are a global church and that God is being worshipped globally now. And I also love the reminder that all creation is worshiping the Lord. As it says in Psalm 19, the heavens are declaring the glory of God and the sky is showing his handiwork. Day after day is uttering speech and night after night is showing forth knowledge. We go out every day into a creation that is leading us in the worship of our great God. Amen? Amen. Well, I am really excited for today. This is our Thanksgiving Sunday and as you can tell, we're doing things a little bit differently today. So uh, we are going to have a little bit of a shorter reflection on Thanksgiving before we move into some additional elements of Thanksgiving as a congregation. So when I was thinking about this Thanksgiving Sunday, there was a story that came to mind, and it was the story of Nehemiah. Now, for those of you that know me, you know that Nehemiah is one of my favorite stories in the Bible. And and part of the reason for that is that I had a first career as a structural engineer, and and Nehemiah is sort of like structural engineer meets William Wallace from Braveheart, right? Like it's it's this great story of the rebuilding of the walls of Jerusalem and, and doing it in the midst of a great deal of opposition to the point that they have to go to work, you know, with the hammer in one hand and the sword in the other ready to defend themselves. But it is also this amazing story of God showing up and and preserving and restoring his people in the midst of a trying time for the people of Israel. And there is one point in that story that stood out to me, which is the dedication of the wall. So the whole story revolves around the rebuilding of the wall, and they finally have gotten it finished. And I want to read you now a section for when they're getting ready to dedicate the wall. This is in chapter 12, starting in verse 27. And it says this, At the dedication of the wall of Jerusalem, they sought the Levites in all their places to bring them to Jerusalem to celebrate the dedication with gladness, with thanksgiving and with singing, with cymbals, harps, and lyres. And the sons of the singers gathered together from the districts surrounding Jerusalem and from the villages of the Nephathites, also from Beth Gilgal and from the region of Geba and Azimuth. For the singers had built for themselves villages around Jerusalem. And the priests and the Levites purified themselves, and they purified the people and the gates and the wall. And then I brought the leaders of Judah up onto the wall and appointed two great choirs that gave thanks. So this is one of those passages that has a lot of the fun Bible names. So if you ever ask to read one of those, just confident and fast. But this is a beautiful story of where they are celebrating the finishing of the wall. And the way they do it is that they gather all of these singers and, and they, they gather them in two choirs. And if you keep reading in the chapter, what they're going to do is they're going to go and take a tour of the city. 
They're actually going to go up on, all, on the walls and visit all of the gates and just see the work that God has done. And then they're going to come back together for this worship service at the temple. So there's this beautiful picture of, of just corporate thanking God for what he's done. But to understand why this is such a big moment, I think it's important that we talk a little about what did God do? Like, why was it so significant that they finished a wall? Well, to go back a little bit, right, this was a time when Israel was in exile. This was a time when a majority of Israel was not in Israel, it was in Babylon. They'd been taken captive. And for a long time, people were not allowed to return. But because of God's goodness, Babylon had had this, frankly, miraculous change in foreign policy and started to allow people to return. And in Ezra, we read the story of how God allowed for the restoration and the rebuilding of the temple. But still, the people are defenseless. The people live in Jerusalem. They have no wall protecting them. And that wall was both physical protection, but it was also a sign of their identity as a people, that they had integrity as a people. And here in Nehemiah, we have the story of how the wall gets built. And it starts out with this incredible story where Nehemiah has to ask for what he wants in order to be able to rebuild the wall. He's serving as the cupbearer to the king. And he has this realization that God is calling him to go and build the wall. So he has to go before this foreign king. And he says, hey, you remember that city that was a little bit of a headache? I want to go and rebuild it. So uh, I'm going to need all the materials to do that. I'm going to need some people to get me there safely. Oh, and if you don't mind, I'd like a house. And the king was said, when are you going to be back? That was God showing up at a critical moment in the life of his people. And then once they got there and they started building, they faced fierce opposition from those around them, people who did not want them to complete this wall, who threatened them physically, who threatened them with political action, that, that attempted at every point to stop the work. And over and over again, God showed up and gave protection. And so when they come to this moment, they are giving great thanks because something that they had accomplished together, but more importantly, what God had accomplished through them. And the reason I resonated with this story is because it is this moment of great thanksgiving in the midst of also an incompleteness. Right? There is not a full restoration yet. There's still many people, many Israelites in Babylon the Messiah that they're waiting has not yet come. There's still a lot that they're waiting on God to do. And yet in the midst of that, they give great thanks because of what God has already done. And so that's what I want to invite you all into today. I recognize that for many of us, there is a great deal that we are waiting on God to accomplish. Maybe for us personally, maybe for us as a church, maybe for us as a country, there's things that we recognize it's incomplete, but also we can look back on the last year and say, God has been so good and he has done so much for us. And he is one that we can trust and that we has cared for us most evidently in the cross and in the resurrection. And so because of that, today we give great thanks. So the rest of the service today is going to sort of be a touring of the walls, so to speak, for us. An opportunity for us to reflect back on what God has done 
and give thanks. And we're going to do a couple of things um, to, to take that tour of the wall. One you've already gotten to see, which is just worship and dance and this opportunity to give thanks to God through our singing and our dancing. A second thing we're going to do is Preethi's going to come and lead us in a time of corporate prayer where we have a chance to reflect on God's word and then pray together in thanksgiving to God. And then after that, we're going to have a time of corporate sharing, an opportunity for you as a congregation to share stories about what God has done in your life, in this church, just ways that you have seen him work. So I'm giving you a little heads up now. There's going to be an opportunity to tell those stories. And so I would invite you to think about if there's anything that God would have you share of just stories of what God has done. Then we're going to end our time together with the Thanksgiving offering. And this is a special offering we do every year as a way of giving thanks to God. We do it both through money, but also you should have gotten a little Thanksgiving card in your uh, as you walked in, if not, there's some in the back table. I would, give you, I would like you to take an opportunity to write down some things that you're thankful for. And at the end, we're going to have an opportunity to, as a congregation, come and bring those as an offering together. So I want, you to invite you, I want to invite you to remember today the things that God has done, the things that you are thankful for, and the things that we can worship together about what he has done for us. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, you have been very good to us. Your mercies are new every morning. Your grace has been sufficient for us. You have seen us through so much. You have cared for us. You have provided for us. And Lord, you have given us salvation. So today, God, we approach you with an attitude of just giving you thanks and praise because you are good. I pray, God, that you would bring to our remembrance now all of the ways that you have seen us through in the last year, all the ways that you have cared for us, all the things that you have done. We love you and give you all the praise and the glory in your name. Amen.